Hello and welcome to another episode of Dirty Dishes and today I'm going to talk about your roots and by this I mean the roots where you come from, your family, um, your family dynamics, things of that nature. I'm talking about this because I feel it's important. I feel at times we forget to understand where our spouse or partner or friends come from and maybe the life that they're dealing with or situations um, that have presented themselves or patterns throughout their life. And I bring this up because I think when we date somebody or we marry somebody, we have a glimpse of their family, but we don't really know their family history overall, like patterns, maybe traumatic events. And sometimes we don't deep dive into that. We have a superficial relationship with the family because we're in love, right? We only have eyes for that person. So sometimes I think we forget to go back and look at the family dynamic. Is this something I want to be a part of? Um, Do I see patterns arising that could impact me down the road? And I say this because one, being in therapy has opened my eyes to these patterns and um, things that I think we ignore sometimes or we don't think about seeing or we don't want to see them, whatever you want to say. So I think we forget um, that we need to look at those patterns and we need to see some things, not just, you know, is you know, health, but I guess more of the mental processes that go on, the family support system that was in place for your partner or spouse, um, how will that impact your relationship? How will that, that impact your grandchildren down the road? So I think at times we have people come into our lives that we love and we care about, and we don't necessarily know the family. Say the family lives in another state. Say the family lives five hours away, maybe an hour away. Um, and you don't really get to know them or you don't really see them that often to get a good understanding of what their dynamic is like. And I think it's important to make that time. If you can carve out that time in your life to understand your partner's family and understand what that dynamic is like. Are they supportive? Are there some patterns that are going to impact your relationship? And I didn't realize the significance of this, like I said, because when we start talking about patterns and things that happened in both of our families and how they have kind of shaped who we are as people and how we handle situations and life events when they come up, I didn't realize how important that role was. I didn't realize how impactful it was. You hear about it all the time, breaking the generational trauma or breaking the family cycle that has been going on for years. So I think sometimes we, you know, hear these things, but it doesn't resonate with us because we think we're good, we're fine. I've been married for five years, two years, 10 months, whatever. So I don't need to worry about these things, but we do. And the thing about it is I'll use my own relationship as an example. Uh, We need to worry about it or explore it because when things come up in our life and we need support or we have issues um, that happen in our relationship, 
we need to know if that person is going to be supportive. Are they going to handle the situation well? Um, are they emotionally unavailable? Will they detach in those situations? Uh, because when those situations arise, um, you could be left holding the ball. You could be left with holding all the emotional weight and not knowing what to do with that. So one example of this is when my mother-in-law passed away and my spouse just completely shut down in a way, wasn't really talking to me, wasn't really functioning in life. They were still getting up, going to work, doing the normal daily routine, but they weren't really present. Um, it was very difficult and being in a relationship where the other person is not emotionally available and you're trying to grieve too and you're trying to work through things and you have children and you have your daily life responsibilities, it's the perfect storm. It's a lot of pressure on a relationship when a parent dies if the dynamics and the emotional expression isn't there. Um, so this is something that I learned recently by also moving in with my father-in-law, but watching my husband, the dynamic that comes out. Um, there was a lot of, I think, shushing in the family. And what I mean by that is we're not going to talk about the hard things. We're not going to um, deal with the really tough issues. If I say I don't like something you did, I'm going to ignore that, walk away from you, or I'm going to get really upset and be dismissive. So when somebody is constantly dismissive of our emotions or walks away from us, we're going to eventually shut the door on our emotions and go, okay, that person doesn't like that, especially if we're a child, a teenager, and that will potentially carry into adulthood. So you're trying to deal with the traumatic experience of your mother-in-law dying and then you have issues in your marriage. You go to therapy and you find out these dynamics, the roots, the root cause, the roots of the family. Um, so it's very interesting to see this and try to understand this and then try to understand your own behaviors and the, your own problems that you have with communication or shutting down. Um, I'm horrible at being vulnerable. I'm horrible with that because um, when I was younger, I remember crying at my great grandmother's funeral and my dad telling me to be quiet and knock it off because it was embarrassing. Okay, you can't say that to a child. I was like between eight and 10, you can't do that. So, I mean, there's things that we carry with us that really stick with us. And sometimes those carry over into our relationships, whether it's our family relationships or the relationships with the spouse, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, what have you. Um, we don't always understand our roots and maybe why we do some of the things that we do. And realizing those things is very eye-opening. And it's refreshing, but it's also scary at the same time because now you see something maybe with your, within yourself or within your spouse or within your partner that you're like, oh my gosh, this is where this coming, this is coming from this whole dynamic. And it doesn't mean the family's bad. It doesn't mean that they, you know, are bad people. It, it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean you should run off and divorce somebody or run away from the problem itself. It means you have to explore that and figure out how to deal with that. And I think therapy and journaling and figuring out where things are coming from is a huge help. 
Um, I see people be overwhelmed in some situations um, in life. And when you have children and you're trying to maybe break some of those generational cycles, it is very triggering because you're like, I want somebody, I wish somebody would have been there for me like I'm being there for my child now. And it can cause a lot of hard feelings and it can cause a lot of tension. And I have been there with my own family. Um, I have stepdaughters, like I've said, and it's very hard sometimes when I am treating them differently than the way my parents treated me because I'm more open to what they're saying. I'm more understanding about what is going on in their lives as teenagers and trying to help them work through it. Whereas I was just told to knock it off, quit with the mood swings. That's not very helpful when you're a teenage girl, not in the least. It doesn't help at all. Um, so I think some of us want to break those cycles or break those patterns. But when you're married to somebody who doesn't know how to break those patterns or didn't realize those patterns were there and they're brought to the surface by something like a death or a event that is triggering, um, it is very difficult and it's hard to understand at times and you literally want to scream. I know there are multiple times I've wanted to scream. So trying to understand that family dynamic when you're entering into a long-term commitment with someone is very important. It's very important to understand where they come from and what they're about and to spend time with the family. I'm not talking just an occasional dinner every six months. Um, I think, you know, the holidays are a good time to explore that, to see what the family is like. I also think, you know, a summer trip or taking some time off to understand and go visit each other's family and see how things work, see how the mother and father treat each other, if they're together or if they're separate entities, to understand the interactions between family, you know, even siblings. Like, do they have a good relationship with their siblings? Is it a tense relationship? Um, how are you going to handle that if you have children and they don't want them going over to the aunt or the uncle's home. Um, I see this a lot. I see it with in one of my stepdaughter's families. Um, they definitely talk about um, the fact that they don't like the one sister and they haven't talked to each other in two or three years. And it's all based on something that happened during COVID. And, you know, that's sad because now my stepdaughter does not see her aunt. But this dynamic I found out has been going on for uh, probably almost 20 years. So it's, it's really um, something that you have to work through and process because if you're not going to allow your children to see a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, or whatever, um, you need to have that conversation and you need to have that um, awareness to say, hey, look, you know, I, I need to talk to you about this. You know, the fact that they can't see this person because of X, Y, and Z, how are we going to have that if we ever have children? Um, you know, talking about too, like if you know that a family member is having mental health issues, mental health struggles. How are you going to handle those if it's something that has happened off and on? If they have bipolar, schizophrenia, depression, um, dementia, Alzheimer's, what have you. Work together as a family to figure that out. Um, so you can move forward and it doesn't impact your relationships as much with each other and you don't have that infighting and also it's going to make your marriage stronger if you have that open communication you have that dialogue well if this happens what are we going to do here what's our approach with this 
So you're reading out of the same book and you're on the same page. And it's just something that I encourage a lot of couples to do because a lot of people don't. They think I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Well, if you're at that bridge and you're at that point and you don't have a game plan and you don't have a good understanding of the family dynamic, that is going to cause a lot of problems. That is going to cause a lot of headaches down the road because there's going to be a lot of conversation that needs to happen. There's going to um, be a lot of things that change your life. Maybe you have to move in with that parent or move in with that person to help them out during this time. And that's where those conversations need to happen. And you need to have them before you move, before you do anything. Um, also, you need to have those conversations before you get married to understand the family and understand like, well, I noticed that your father doesn't like conflict um, and has a tendency just to shut down during conflict. Is that how you handle conflict as well? Um, I know it's a touchy subject and it's probably hard to sit there and address that with your significant other or spouse, but I think it's necessary. I think you have to figure out that dynamic and understand it because this may be the way that your partner or your spouse handles things. And when you don't have those conversations and you don't have that understanding, um, it can make things difficult down the road. Now I'm saying you could be in wedded bliss or in relationship bliss and everything's great, but you don't know when something could happen potentially. And this subject is something that needed to be discussed prior. So I think sometimes we get really involved in our life and we don't slow it down or we get really involved in our relationships and we kind of put on the rose colored glasses, so to speak, and we don't look at our partner's past or we don't look at the traumatic events or the family dynamic and try to understand it. Now, within families, there's a lot of people that break those cycles. They're great, they're fine. They aren't like their family members at all. And I'm not saying to judge and say, oh, you're gonna be like your dad, you're gonna be like your mom, you're gonna be like your brother, you're gonna be like your sister. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying figure out the dynamic to try to understand it so you can understand your partner better. So when things happen or tragic events occur, you have the right tools and you have the right mindset to be able to carry on through those events and be strong together and have a good solid foundation. Um, going into this, we did not have the best um, communication about moving in with my father-in-law and we didn't touch on a lot of things that I wished we would have touched on. So I'm trying to give this more as a message or um, a prologue to um, anybody who's going through a situation like this where they're considering moving in with a family member, considering getting married. Um, there's a lot of different avenues and things that you need to talk about that sometimes we don't realize when we go into a long-term commitment. Um, we're so in love and we're so happy. Um, we don't think about the tragic things, right? We don't think about our spouse being hurt. We don't think about... Um, events that are negative because it puts a damper on things. It kind of squashes all the feels, right? So I encourage you to find the roots, roots of yourself, roots of your life, roots of your problems, and move forward and be able to love unconditionally with your eyes wide open.